BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live as always. From the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, I hope you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we got a couple of big NFL games to get to. Hey, we'll take a look at the biggest high profile. Profile, profile, profile. Profile, it's styling. a profile game. When profiling. <laughs> styling and profiling. We are the Green Bay Packers styling. and the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. But uh, I know you wanted to talk about something that happened at uh, halftime of the uh, Illinois game on FS1. Well, you know, it was just more the, the idea of uh, the Illinois fight, fighting Illini celebration of Dick Butkus, and they were lifeless. And that's what we kind of got bore witness to. Uh, as, as you you flow through, nothing too exciting uh, in terms of the the game, but yeah, a little little bit. Uh, just for me, uh, I was saddened that you know there there was wasn't a whole lot of juice uh, from a team coming out against Nebraska and Matt Rule uh, the day after Dick Butkus is passing. I also wanted to update that I can't count. Uh, Tomlin is eighteen and uh, fifteen against Arbaugh. So, oh, that's okay. So, uh, just but, but, extending that a little bit further. So what you're telling me here now, it's still all Lovey's fault. It, it still is. Still, is it still all Lovey's fault? We still blame Lovey. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, now, speaking of Illinois, yes, they did lose in Nebraska tonight, but you told me something, I, and I'm glad I got the trivia question right. Illinois only retired two jerseys in the history of the school. They've been playing football since, like, 1700. And it's, it's Dick Butkus and Red Grange, and that's it. That's it. Like that. That's it. That's it. That's it. Not He's got a statue that they gave him a few years back. His speech to commemorate it uh, in his like the press conference was just fantastic. Uh, he curses a bunch and and just talks about how much he loved beating the hell out of players. That's all I can say on radio. Can't use sure. the actual words that well, he, he did. did say, but yeah, look, he did say I enjoy I enjoyed beating the hell out of people. He did say that. <laughs> no, no, no. But like he didn't use hell. No, right. Like, no, he he, no, he no. got he got a little yeah. deeper in the words yeah, no, we can't did. say on radio. Right, that's all. But, but like yeah, with yeah, a yeah. giant smile on his face while doing yeah. so. My yeah. favorite tweet of the last twenty four hours, though. I mean, there was a great uh, back and forth that uh, Jared Payton had with uh, Mike Ditka, right? Talking to him about it and you know how tough uh, sob he was and everything. But was that Joe Namath in, in acknowledging Butkus's path, passing? Just said, "I'm really glad I never had to play against him." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they come into the league together, all those things. But, you know, his big thing was, yep, great player. Always loved his work. So glad I never had to have him charging at me. <laughs> so, yeah, big, big night, uh, you know, Big Ten action on a Friday night. Uh, and a lot of shots of Butkus acknowledgement. And, you know, I'm certain, certainly for you and I, uh, a lot of videos uh, rolling around of, remember this play? How about this play where he shows this guy the football? How about this where he scores off a botched field goal and then he shows the guy the football? Yeah. <laughs> like, like nowadays you'd football. have fights yeah. all over the place. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. hundred percent. And, you know, and pretty much you might hit on something. We might need Big Ten after dark now considering the Pac-12 is going away. Pac-12 yeah, after but- dark was a thing now we need big 10 after dark but here's the thing is you know i i need some more excitement in the games that are going to be yeah, after no, dark you do need that if yeah, they're going to be after that. dark i mean this was bit, a yeah. listless uh effort by the way they're also zero and six against the number this year so they're not even helping out their backers no not only are you not winning games but you know the people with the blind allegiance like those guys that throw down thousands of dollars on the cubs mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. vegas every february and march to win the world series anybody that's just blindly betting the Illini, they're losing their ass. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, well, listen, listen, look. Bielema, Brett, it's not working. Brett, listen, Brett Bielema is the, how do I say this? He is the, like, if we talk about Ed Orgeron being America's interim coach, like he's America's oh, interim yeah, coach, yeah. Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Brett Bielema is America's journeyman head coach. Like, he is the most journeyman head coach in college football there is. Right? Like, he, he, there is no bigger journeyman than Brett Bielema, because usually guys go and they, hey, they start out in a lower in a lower uh, conference, they work their way up, right? That's, that's kind of how you see it, right? I started out in, like, yeah, I started out at Jackson State, I jumped to Colorado, I jump here. That's usually how it goes, right? The guy, the guy starts and he jumps around. Um, Brett Bielema started out, the head coach, he jumped from being the D.C. at Wisconsin to the head coach at Wisconsin. And, you know, he's gone from Wisconsin, then he was a head coach at Arkansas, then he went to yeah. the NFL, now he's a head coach at Illinois. He is a journeyman head coach, man, in, the, in college football. You want a guy at a, at a Power 5 school that's a mid-power that's a mid uh, power program in a Power 5 conference, that's who you get. You want a, you want a head coach to coach your middle-of-the-pack team in a Power 5 conference, Bet, Brett Bielema is your guy, 100%. 
as you look at them for this season thus far, uh, they they fall to what two and four on the year. That means he's back under five hundred as a coach at Illinois, uh, fifteen and sixteen. Had, had that nice uh, eight and five season last year before a loss in the Relia Quest Bowl. What the hell is Relia Quest? <laughs> um, I know they're not a sponsor, so that's okay. Uh, but go back to when he became the the head man at Wisconsin. A couple of Rose Bowl berths, the Champ Sports Bowl a couple of times an Outback Bowl, mm, blooming onion, and a Capital One Bowl. So he went two and four in bowl games, uh, and he had four double-digit win seasons. And then just a guy. 68-24 and 24 at Wisconsin, 29-34 and 34 at Arkansas, and now just sub-500 at Illinois. You know, and I still – I remember his first game, and I thought he was going to be – the next great head coach in college football, right? Because his first game, I want to say, or his first game, there was a there was, like they warmed up with a couple of cupcakes, like and he won some big the Big Ten titles at Wisconsin. But like his first big game, that well, okay, people are paying attention because it's not you know Alcoa State and different things. Was they were playing <laughs> Michigan in the Big House, and there was a call that went against Wisconsin right before halftime. It was a pretty big call that instead of Wisconsin, like it was a fumble or a turnover or something, that was really a bad call, and Michigan wound up putting it in the end zone and so right at halftime you know they go hey let's go down to Lisa Salters or whoever is down Holly Rowe with uh, Brett Bielema and 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 they go down to him and he's smiling and, and, he, and he's got his hand out and um and, and they go down and, and whoever it was says you know coach what do you think about that uh that call at the end of the first half there clearly looked like it happened right in front of the official and it looked like it should have been it should have gone your way what do you think about that and he just smiled and said well maybe it's his first game in the big house too and he starts <laughs> laughing. And I was like, oh, that was a pretty cool thing That's to good. say. That was pretty. I said, okay, it's not. And he wound up losing that game. But still, then he won, won, won I think, two or three Big Ten championships. Uh, and then he jumped to Arkansas for some ridiculous reason. Like, you don't go from Wisconsin to Arkansas, man. You go Wisconsin into something you know, bigger than Arkansas. But uh, that's when I thought, okay, he's going to be a really good head coach. And instead, you know, look, he won. And then he never really capitalized on it. Now, like I said, he is a, he is a journeyman head coach in college football. Still 39 games. Games above 500 for the career. You'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, for a mid-level program, <laughs> yeah, that's great. But you know, you, you're not, you're not, you don't last that long at USC or Alabama or Michigan if your record is, you know, 112 yeah. and 74. You I would say, the, I would say this. I, I really did, and and I think Pete Futek, uh, who joined us earlier, uh, and we kind of lamented the the play. I, I didn't have a wager on the game. I believe he did. Uh, I don't know why he would jump on board that one. But the the fact of the matter is that you, you had a good year last year, so you're like, all right, you're going to build on that and it's going to become a more consistent product and instead it's been anything but and so for Bielema and company with the conference getting that much harder and the opportunity this year in theory with the ouster uh, of Fitzgerald uh, at Northwestern that you know you could claim back some of the eyes minds recruits whatever uh, and instead you, you haven't been able to really gain any kind of traction there. Mm. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, X at How About a Fresca, X at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, this hour of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So this weekend coming up in the NFL, we're going to preview the real 
biggest game of the weekend coming up later on this hour. But what masquerades is a big game, I don't see it being close at all. 49ers and the Cowboys, a lot of attention about this. And, you know, Jason Cole joined us last hour, and, and Shockey goes, I can't believe I agree with you. The Niners are going to win this game in a rout. And the, they're just better. Their offense is better. Nobody has big days against the Cowboys, against the 49ers defense. They're not going to score enough. And the Niners are going to score more points. It's going to look like the NFC title game uh, or the NFC divisional playoff game they had last season, except 49ers will score more. The only thing the Cowboys have, and this is the only way they're going to be able to, and still it's a low percentage chance, is they got to get Brock Purdy to turn the football over. Mm -hmm. Thing is, he doesn't turn the football over. you got to take a lot of chances. You have to blitz him. You have to try to get him to make questionable throws. And even then, what are the 49ers going to do? Okay, it's not working. Hey, Christian McCaffrey, this is your game, right? Or we're going to throw it short. A lot of Debo Samuel with with jet sweeps and different things. We're going to try to change up what we can do offensively because we can because they have the horses to do it. They have great wide receivers. they got a great tight end. they got a great running back. I mean, it's not like, hey, if we take this – way but certainly big turnovers can flip a game even if it's a game that one team is dominating that's the only way they get to it I don't see it happening but if the Cowboys do it that's the only way they can they need a crooked number on the board of turnovers to win that game two might not even be enough they might need to to get three Purdy's got to give them three or two and a fumble somehow that's the only way I can look at the Cowboys winning this game I think one of the big uh, points to to make on this game is that uh, barring some sort of setback the Cowboys will actually have all five of their expected starting line 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 ready to go, right? They've been missing key components uh, of that unit all the way through and making good, and that's fine. Pollard runs uh, with with great burst, uh, and we we've seen that through the the first four games of the year. And but the key is don't fall behind, right? Don't give up the big play, the explosive play. Debo Samuel, who was a bystander last week, you got to keep him there. Brendan Ayuk, who's been banged up a little bit, keep him in check. To your point about Purdy, he doesn't give you a lot of opportunities. And I know folks were really focused on one throw last week. It's like that's that throw. It's like. You, you found one of four incompletions. <laughs> okay, fine. Like, almost every quarterback's got, you know, the one they'd like to have back. And oftentimes, because it is so rare, the defense doesn't catch it because they're not expecting it to be a terrible throw, right? If it's a guy that, hey, you know what? If we get him in this kind of pressure situation, he's going to take shots. He's going to gamble a little bit. Go back to week one of your Jets against the Bills, knowing that Josh Allen sometimes will basically play street football and say, punt, check, and just throw it downfield. Maybe his guy makes a play, but you have an opportunity. Brock Purdy, to this point, has not been that guy. Now, George Kittle got uh, his refreshing uh, stint as at a WWE event, so he's ready to get back out there. Sunday Night Football, one of the great showmen uh, that we have, and McCaffrey's been uh, otherworldly. Is that defense up to the task? What's Micah Parsons' foot injury? How much is that going to limit him? Because certainly the stats, as Cole alluded to, are, are just ridiculous in the one-on-one wins and everything uh, that you do, those metrics uh, of how they, they roll through. But here it is the referendum on Dak Prescott. You want to win a lot of people over? This is where you have to show out. You don't. The poison pens and columns, they're already written. They just need to change some stats and the date. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Good luck, Dallas. Good luck. Like I said, Cowboys should just treat this game like it's any other game because they don't want to try to explain to each other what just happened on Monday. We said that earlier this week. Don't treat it like it's Super Bowl and a half. Don't treat it like it's a big measuring stick. It's one game because you're yep. going to get pounded, and then where do you go from there emotionally, right? Because the Cowboys have been riding that emotion all season long. And you can do it for a while, but you got to know when you got to back up on it and go, okay, this needs to kind of just be a business trip. And likely we're going to – and this is McCarthy, and this is everybody knowing that, hey, if we lose this game, we got to be able to bounce back the next week and not have it turn into something that we turn this into a two- or three-game skid, and we're wondering how good we're going to be. That's the most important thing for the Cowboys. But, Jason, as we talked about, to to start the week, you know, as we we get excited for this game, prime time, you got uh, Terrell Owens uh, cutting promos about getting your popcorn ready and all that fun stuff, all the great uh, images of these battles going back some 40 years, is is that you're, you're looking at a Cowboys team that after four games, do you have any idea who they really are? Right? We think they're really good. They played some pretty bad opposition to this point. I thought New England would give them a game. Notice how when we did upset specials, because they're a one-point favorite, I can't even be tempted to take them this week, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Great for me. But, yeah. I mean, you look at the New York uh, Giants, the New York Jets. You look at the Patriots, and then they got punched in the mouth by the Cardinals. How good are they? They put up a bunch of points. I'm not disputing that. The style points can be there, but they've played all bad teams. Here's your first real squad, real battle ahead of you, uh, and it makes for great theater. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. So there you go. Everything you need for Dallas and San Francisco on Sunday. What about some big moves today? We had a trade. We had a big activation news. The best wide receiver in the NFL is going to be back playing on Sunday. We got another quarterback who's coming back. What does it mean? What does it mean for this week and beyond? I'll keep it right here because one of those three topics means something way bigger than you think it's going to mean. That's next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Oh, every time I hear this song, I want to go to the prom. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Did you get asked to homecoming? A lot of big uh, homecoming asks out there. Yeah, yeah, no, my daughter's got homecoming tomorrow night. Her and her friends are all going together. That's awesome. She's very excited. She's got a dress and everything. It's like, wow. Jason Smith, this is the principal's office. Your mother is here to pick you up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there to get you at 1030. Everybody, I'll be there to get you later. Honey, I got McDonald's. (laughs) Are you chaperoning? No, I'm not. No, I'm not chaperoning. I hey, hey, no hey! Way. Six feet. Don't There's you remember? No Six There's... feet. Mike, can you imagine Jason at high school prom? Dude, you know what happened is they would find out what I did for a living, and all the kids would leave their dates. They would ask me questions. How are the Rams going to do? What about USC? What about this? What about this? Well, what only the this? parents well, that are there okay. as other chaperones. Oh no, and the kids would like ask nobody me. would be paying attention. It's like, hey, hey, Dad, Dad, you know what? You know what? You know what that guy does? <laughs> And now that quarter of the gym is open season for whatever sh- tomfoolery and shenanigans they're looking for. Well, but the thing is, is, is Zoe's school is a pretty good foot. They have a pretty good football program. It's a pretty big football school. So, so there's a lot of players that love football and love the NFL. Jason, you make better friends if you told them you committed a federal crime. Wow. It's what, true. What, You'll make way you th- better friends. What do you think the youth of America is like where if I talk about that, I'm someone that does something illegal, they would like me more? Jason, it's high school. We it's all like America. that America, oh, exactly. Wait a, wait a minute. Okay, now wait a minute. Wait, the way I, when I said it that way, it sounded a little bit different. Oh, Mr. Right. Smith, what exactly okay. did you do? Well, <laughs> I committed a federal crime. Let me tell you. You know how many turnovers they need Brock Purdy to have on Sunday? Don't leave. Don't turn around. Look at me. They need at least three turnovers if the Cowboys are going to win this game on Sunday. You can Take that to the bank. Yeah, you take it. Yeah, I didn't come here for the hot takes. I came here for the hot gossip. What did you do to potentially get thrown in the clink? Although, hey, speaking of, I should tell you. All right, I'll tell you this really quick. This is a great story. Do people say uh, clink? uh, I do. Harmon does, apparently. So, uh, last week, I went to a freshman football game, my daughter's high school, because one of our, two of her friends that she knows since grade school, uh, two boys were playing in the game. So, I was like, oh, I'll go see him play. I haven't seen him play. Did you heckle them? 
Oh, no, 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 no. Come on. I'm not, not, not. Uh, and, and one of them was a wide receiver, so it was easy mm-hmm. to see. It was pretty cool. So the game's going on, and the, the head coach is getting really upset with the referee. And he's yelling at him, yelling at him. And at one point, after the other team scored a touchdown, the referee yells at, yells at the coach. He, he yells, if you think you could get somebody out here to do better, then you get that person out here. And I'm saying here, and now, you know, because I'm a coach, and people know me as being a coach of soccer and softball, I would say, this is where if that coach says one more thing, he's getting thrown out. If he says one more thing, he's yeah. getting thrown out. They kick the extra point, and they go to kickoff, and suddenly you see the, the referee just turn and throw the flag to the sideline going, you're out, you're gone, you're gone. So wow. I'm going, the head nice. coach just got thrown out of the game, right? So he throws him out of the game. That's a freshman football game. He gets thrown out of the game, so he's got to come in the stands with us. So I'm watching this, and this is great. He comes into the stands, and he's still calling the plays on offense and calling the formations <laughs> on defense. At one, first, yeah. he's, he's funneling them through his assistant, who is getting them to the players. Then he just realized, you know what? I, I, I'm not even going to do it. I'm going to go right the to the players man. on the field. So, well. the play, so the captain would come like to the, you know, the hash mark in between plays, look, and the coach would signal in what he would want. I'm going, this is kind of embarrassing. The coach is able to sit there. But the referees, they just want to do the game, right? So then halftime comes, and, and uh, the, 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 the teams go to the locker rooms, and they come come back out. They come back out for the second half, one end of the field. The coach is out there and he's warming up the kids on the field. How does this happen? I don't understand. He got thrown out of the game. How does this happen? Did they run him or what? No, because then the second half started and he was on the sideline. I I now want to know what what the high school rules are. Are you only thrown out for a half? Is that the rule? Did they just not care? Did he apologize? You get thrown out for a half. No, there was no apology. I think the referee was just like, whatever. I'm just going to, whatever. The game's going to be what it is, and that's fine. But I can't, I'm going, okay, well, he's calling the plays. Okay, I can see that. Well, okay, well, I, well now he's warming up. The, okay, but when the game, nope, nope, he's on the sideline again. Okay, then. So he just spent a few minutes in the stands, and then he was back on the field. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. That's like a movie. Yeah. Wait, is that the coach? He's out there with a fake mustache. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. He didn't try to. No, same, same. It wasn't Bobby Valentine, like, putting on a mustache. Oh, no, no. No, he was, I, I'm going to wear this, and I'm going to go back out there and coach. It was crazy. Uh, I love so, that. That is fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, so there's a little bit of what football is like. Right, I, am scroll, I am scrolling <laughs> that into the notes for the next screenplay. Uh, <laughs> But I really think my favorite part was when I noticed, oh, now he's not even going through the coach. He's just sending him out to the captain because the captain's just <laughs> turning and looking past the I'm not even doing the middleman anymore. <laughs> that is that is so great. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. But as long as he wasn't cool. opening his mouth, I guess the ref didn't care. I guess not. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was nothing. There, I mean, I'm I mean, i the coach the, of the other team. I'm a little yeah. busy. Oh, I, I don't think the coach of the team even knew what was going on. He's like, what happened? Are you throwing in the car? I, I, um, but though I did have to leave like middle of the third quarter so I don't know if any I, but I don't think anything happened after that from what, what I gather I said hey what happened they said no no he coached the rest of the game like oh okay then. well he All left right. the game after receiving a swinging neck breaker from the hey. head official hey good game ref hey good game thank you that was great thank you very much that's great I thought I threw you up nah maybe that was the last game okay that's fine but man that, he threw that flag like he threw it as far <laughs> as he could like he was right after the extra <laughs> point and he just threw that thing like it was a discus he so just, it was the anti-Belichick <laughs> it, was, it was awesome I'll tell you. Uh, we had a big – well, I shouldn't say big. We had news today 
where a trade kind of shocked me that it made the headlines that it did. Yeah. Wait a minute. Chase Claypool is traded, and suddenly it's Chase Claypool is traded. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not Jamar Chase. No, no, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool is traded, and suddenly, look at this story. And I'm saying to myself, what? The, I mean, Chase Claypool's going to go to the Dolphins and be the number five receiver. Now, yeah. there is a big takeaway from this, but the overall impact, I'm like, what, 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 I mean, the, the Dolphins have the guy, they have everything they need. Chase Claypool is, is, is like I said, he's going to come in as the number five receiver when he's ready. This is not really that <laughs> big a deal. I mean, great for the Bears. Hey, they win a game. They're, they're continuing to, to honor the memory of Dick Butkus, and, and now here they trade away a guy who was a problem and hey I don't know if there's any any correlation between they're 0-4 they told Chase Claypool to stay away from the team and now they won a game but you know hey the Bears are all right the Bears are owning the news cycle now this week but I I didn't think the Chase Claypool trade was that big a deal well I mean for the Bears side of things remember they did give up a second rounder that became I think it was Joey Porter Jr. right going to the Steelers for for that pickup of Claypool so there were expectations with the way this offense was going to be constructed, that with Getze and Fields, you know, next year bringing in DJ Moore, that there was going to be enough in this offense to push forward that Claypool could get a fresh start, whatever. Well, now he goes and tries to find uh, the next fresh start down in Miami. So for the Bears, sending him away and not having to worry about, all right, we got to try to force him the ball. And if he's on the field, he's not going to pretend to block. So any of the stuff that other teams get as a bonus. And that was one thing the Bears for a long time. Go back to Brandon Marshall, some of the other wide receivers. While it might have been the place where receivers, quote-unquote, went to die, those guys all engaged in downfield blocking and helped the run game, helped their quarterbacks out. Claypool was a, a statue out there. He might as well have been a cardboard cutout uh, at times. So uh, not having to worry about, all right, if we run it there, all right, you're probably going to get the extra body because Claypool's, Claypool's not running through his routes. He's not giving you any help on the edge. So I, I would imagine from an offensive set, that helps a little bit, a little more freedom. All right, that guy's gone. Give me somebody that's going to give me max effort because that was one of the things that came out in the wash. For the Dolphins, what do you give up? Bag of balls? And now you try to be the next fixer. You got to fix things. Now, speaking of fix, this gets into the next part of this story. This is where I think it gets a little bit bigger, Mike, is that there are moves that teams make. And the Dolphins clearly looking at themselves as being one of the best teams in the NFL, right? Through the Mm -hmm. first few weeks, we saw, hey, we saw the Niners are legit. The Eagles obviously are legit. Hey, the Chiefs are still 3-1, and the Super Bowl champions. But the Miami Dolphins have jumped in. They're the new team that says, hey, make room for us at the top of the the list of elite teams. And certainly scoring 70 points against the Broncos is going to do that for you, right? But there's moves that teams make that are – preemptory moves where, hey, we think we might run into this issue later on in the season. Maybe let's try to solve an issue now before it really comes up and gets big. And then there's moves that are made that are knee-jerk reactions just because you lost a game. And 
the Dolphins were three and zero. They go in and they play Buffalo, and Buffalo just just steamrolls them. Right? Sure. Buffalo plays great. They win forty eight to twenty. The Dolphins' offense wasn't as great as it was the week before. But look, you know what? When you score seventy, you're going to get a little yeah. bit of a bounce. Well, no I hate to say, I told you so. Yeah, you're going to get you're going to also get a, little a big bit of a step bounce. up in class, though, right? I yes. mean, between where yes. Denver the, is, the Broncos in the middle, and, yeah, and, exactly. and Buffalo. I mean, that Jets yeah. game might as well have been six months ago. Oh, at this don't point. forget. Yeah, I mean, we're going to walk away and go. How did the Bills lose to the Jets after they lost? But the Dolphins make this move for Chase Claypool, and it makes me wonder how fragile their mental state is and if they have enough to make it through a 17-game season as a big-time contender. Because this was a move that was made as a knee-jerk reaction to losing last week. If they beat the Bills and they're 4-0, do they make a trade for Chase Claypool? I don't think they do. I think Claypool winds up someplace else or he's still sitting out for the for the uh, Bears and they're waiting to try to make a move with him. But they make this trade, okay, well, maybe we're going to need more offense at some point. Let's get Chase Claypool. Like, it's, it's, it's different if they're saying, hey, it might be a problem, but this, was, this looks like a knee-jerk to losing last week. And you can't coach that way and you can't act that way. You can't say, well, we lost this game, so now let's overcorrect and make sure that doesn't happen again uh, all right well you go get Claypool no you didn't give anything up for him it's not like you you hurt the future of your team but just seeing the mentality of the Dolphins of hey we lost and now we got to do something to move on from that and show that we've learned from this lesson and we're going forward and so we go get Chase Claypool Ooh, yeah I, I mean I, I I don't know I I'm you know, look Mike McDaniel's a really good head coach but this is going to be his first time through everything as being a contender and being a, you know and, and and worrying about punching down all the time because that's how good the offense is and that's how good the Dolphins are and I don't I don't see it as a hey preemptory problem this is hey knee jerk to solve what happened last week mm. when hey sometimes you just got to play man you lose a game you come back next week and and, and you get back at it you, you can't get too high and too low and think that after every week, well, there's all these things we need to do to fix it. And I feel like this is a let's fix last week by doing this right now to go get Chase Claypool, who honestly is a guy that we saw get let go by Mike Tomlin and a guy get let go by the Bears and if they couldn't jump through when the Bears were looking for another receiver so bad. I mean, this is this this is not the guy to say, hey, all right, he's going to come and save our season. So that's why I, I just get the the desperation of this. Is just I, I wonder about Miami's ability all season long to be that contending team. Now, I will say this, because there was another move made today, another trade that because they're dominating and and you think they're just going to walk all over uh, the Cowboys this week, the 49ers, they go pick up Randy Gregory. Right, the Broncos were rumored that they were going to waive him just a year after signing him to a $70 million deal. What do you do? You you go buy distressed properties. And when you're a team where it doesn't hurt you, I mean, look at the 49ers. I mean, they're Teflon Dons. Anybody else is getting skewered because of the Trey Lance stuff. You traded up, you did what? But unlike the Bears, when they went and got Trubisky, trading with said 49ers, um, you know, they, they kept winning. Bears did not, even though the Bears went to the playoffs twice with Trubisky. The overall impact has not been as great. So you can go and you've got some leeway to go and just say, you know, we could make things better because you have had some injury issues uh, up front. So here's a guy that adds to your depth. Likewise, Chase, Chase Claypool, you could have waited until the release. How do you know he was going to get released? Might there have been another offer out there from some other team? Maybe. I don't know. But the the idea is, all right, 
he's down. Once upon a time, he measured here. This is how the organization, how we as evaluators looked at him. Maybe we can get some piece of that back. And he gives us insurance for a very low cost if one of our top guys goes down. You don't need him to ramp up and become a major contributor right now. You just need him to learn the offense, and maybe there's a wrinkle for a guy who used to be able to jump out of the gym and eat space as a receiver. Maybe as a tight end, as has been theorized by some folks down there in Miami. Yeah, I'm going distressed property. Something bad happened. You know, it was a fire, some unfortunate circumstance. People just don't want any part of that house. Maybe they had, a, you know, a little bit of a mold issue years ago. Maybe, uh, you know, they had a rat problem. I don't know. All of that can be alleviated. Had a but, rat problem. But, but it's, you know, you can, you can get that fixed. But sure. people have a bad taste in their mouth because of what that property was. You know, they remember the people that lived there that were great, whatever. Uh, here's an opportunity to swoop in. And that's, I think, what Miami did here. Now, is it the right thing? Again, as you said, as soon as Mike Tomlin says you're done and I can't handle you anymore, I'm probably not jumping in on that. But now you're two teams removed and you think you're the genius and everybody's telling you that. You start reading your own press clippings. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, swollen dome. I got to look a little bit deeper in this Dolphins train. You see a little bit of nervousness and anxiety. Right now, a guy with no nervousness or anxiety because he knows the final scores of all the games. It's Steve DeSager with What's Trending. Two whole games in college football tonight on FS1. Nebraska was a winner at Illinois, 20-7, to even though Nebraska had three turnovers, 10 penalties. Oklahoma State held on to beat Kansas State, 29-21. Cowboys on field goals, 5-6. for six. Saturday, Maryland 5-0 and will be playing at number four ranked Ohio State noon Eastern time on Fox TV. Maryland barely missed the top 25 this week. The best of five division series all start tomorrow. FS1 has the American League playoffs this year. So tomorrow it'll have Texas at Baltimore, then Minnesota at Houston. In fact, both Saturday and Sunday. That'll start at 1 p.m. Eastern time Saturday and at 4 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. The Rangers are a five seed this year. They just missed out on winning their division. But they did get two victories at Tampa Bay this week, eliminating the Rays, who had been locked in as a four seed since Baltimore won the AL East division. For the Orioles, by the way, closer Felix Bautista is out after Tommy John surgery. Last year's Cy Young winner, Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins, will miss next season after Tommy John surgery today. Joey Votto says he wants to play at least one more year. He's 40. Votto batted 202 this season and 205 last year. Career batting average close to 300. The Texas Rangers say pitcher Max Scherzer with the strained shoulder is a long shot to start in the next week, although he did throw to hitters at practice today. Gymnast Simone Biles won the all-around title at the World Championships. She is now the most decorated gymnast in history. 34 total medals between the Olympics and Worlds, including 21 gold. She qualified for all four event finals this weekend as well in Belgium. Detroit Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown doubtful for this weekend with an abdominal injury. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo cleared concussion protocol. He will play Monday night when Vegas 1-3 hosts the Packers. For Green Bay, running back Aaron Jones and wide receiver Christian Watson still limited in practice due to hamstring injuries. Packers all-pro tackle David Bakhtiari is out for the year. He needs another knee surgery. Vegas star wide receiver Devontae Adams did not practice again due to a shoulder injury. The Broncos are trading linebacker Randy Gregory to San Francisco. The 
Bears traded wide receiver Chase Claypool to Miami. Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett is off the injury report, so he'll start this weekend after a bruised knee. He practiced fully again today. Pittsburgh hosts Baltimore. Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham says he expects to play Sunday. He's listed as questionable with an ankle injury. Baltimore is 3-1. and one. Back to you. Thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it, my friend. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, so Chase Claypool got traded. Eh, says much more about the Dolphins' state of mind. But there was a transaction today that could change the NFL season. What is it? We'll tell you next right here. Jason and Mike. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, we saw Chase Claypool get traded. We watched Jimmy Garoppolo get a clean bill of health. He's going to get to throw interceptions, throw the football for the Raiders (laughs) on Sunday. But one Monday night football, we'll get to mock that live. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Will uh, will he have Devontae Adams? We'll find out game time. Yeah, well, maybe Devontae Adams will wind up trading him before the game. Ooh. But you want to look at a move that means a lot for the NFL that kind of went under the radar. Cooper Cup is likely going to play Sunday for the Rams. Rams head coach Sean McVay said today that, barring any setback, Cooper Cup is going to get to playing. Look, the video out there today of him at practice looks awesome. He's ready to play. And right now the conversation is not the right one that's being had. It's, boy, hey, can Cup come in? And does this mean less uh, balls for Nakua, who's turned into an unbelievable player early on in the season? What's that going to be fantasy-wise? People are missing the conversation, man. Cooper Cup, before he got hurt, was the best receiver in the NFL. And as long as he is healthy, wait till you see what happens on Sunday with the Rams and the Eagles. Because the Rams are going to beat Philadelphia, and suddenly we're going to have to make room that maybe the Rams need to be in the elite conversation because these weapons that Matthew Stafford has are phenomenal. You can already see he's got the chemistry with Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Right, Atwell is going. Atwell's like a Debo Samuel type player, and Nakua is the guy that's going to catch 15 passes a game in the slot. Oh, but what about uh, Cooper Cup? No, Cooper Cup lines up on the outside a lot too. He's going to be just fine. The chemistry that Stafford already has with Cup, with what he's got for these other two receivers this year, watch out for how this offense rolls. I mean, I mean, we're we're not ready because the Rams didn't look good coming into the season. We didn't know what kind of playmakers they had. They're starting two unknowns at wide receiver. Well, how's it going to go for them? Really? What about at running back? Is Cam Akers really going to be that? No, but look what happens over the last couple of weeks. They solved their running back situation. Kyron Williams plays almost on every down. Uh, Reggie Rivers is not bad, right, to, to back up. But you see Williams plays on almost every down. And the way this offense is going to be able to throw the football if they put pressure on Stafford, he'll get rid of the ball quick to Nakua if he, or, or Cooper Cup. If they try to play up, it's going to be over the top to 2-2 at while they take advantage of his speed. This Rams offense is going to explode. And I mean it. On Monday, after they beat the Eagles, we're going to talk about, hey, maybe the Rams are really, really good and, and they're figuring it out now because these three receivers, watch out. Good luck trying to defend them because nobody has the depth at defensive back to cover all three of these guys. And Stafford, it's not like he's got to worry about working guys in. Not, no, no, no. He's worked with Cup. He's worked with the two of them. Watch what happens. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, through four weeks of the season, I'll, I'll already say I, I'm wrong. Uh, of the preseason projections, right? We put on our sheet. I, mind, you might as well just burn it at this point. Uh, but with the Rams coming in, a lot of questions of what they were putting together and Cup's injury. And we don't know, like, what the the long-term is, but at least through the videos of working out and the going through the cone drills or whatever, it's like, all right, looks like he's moving without any kind of hitch, any, any issue. We'll see it in game speed. But... You, you add Tyler Higby to all of what you just added, you know, ruled out for that offense, and McVay's got plenty of things to pull the strings. So suddenly they're pretty interesting in an NFC that only has, at this point, the 49ers that we say are heavyweights, the Eagles, 
they're rolling at 4-0. They're not complete yet, right? The passing game still has worked. We don't know what the Cowboys are. So you're all of a sudden at a point where it's like, all right, let's raise our eyebrow because suddenly you might have yourself a playoff team if they can stay healthy. And, and Kyron Williams is that guy long term. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Watch out for the Rams. They, I'd like, and, and, and this is Sean McVay's credit, being able to build a team this way and have them suddenly go from, eh, maybe it's going to be a while to rebuild. Well, nope, we're doing I'm it on the I'm glad we bullied him back onto, into the coaching box. <laughs> well, we got him here. So, you know, he made Yeah, we well did get, get him, him, here, him here. So yeah. we wanted to see the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Carbon. Rams are going to win and look out. Still Coming waiting for next. my ring, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. Me too. Eric Dickerson will get us the rings. Don't worry about oh, okay. it. We'll get them. Don't worry about it. Uh, coming up next, we'll preview the game of the week in the NFL. And no, it ain't going to be Cowboys Niners. What is it? We'll tell you next. Fox. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 